to the Less Stress Family Podcast, where we believe you are fallible and what you do matters. This is episode 157. I am Justin. And I am Shauna Wood. How are you, honey? I'm great. How are you? I'm great. It's been a great day, full day. We were tired, <laughs> but yes. but very good. I uh, want to say thank you to everyone listening. I hope you're having an awesome day. Today's topic is why you need Christmas traditions. And you wanted to talk about just traditions in general, but it's Christmas time, so I want to talk about Christmas traditions. And why? Why are we wanting to talk about traditions? Well, I think any time of year, any traditions that your family have gives meaning to that time because they're generally, you know, surrounding a holiday or a certain day of the week or of the month, and they provide stability. Um, but I think they also really provide identity for our kids and for ourselves. Like, this is who I am, and because this is who I am, this is what I do. Right, I totally agree. And if you ever lived in another country or been to another country during a holiday, a holiday that you don't usually celebrate, <laughs> and you try to be like, oh, yeah, I'm going to get really excited about this oh, holiday. I don't know what's going on. I don't understand. <laughs> and it's like you don't have that tradition. You don't have it built into you. And so you're like, oh, I don't understand. So, Yes, it actually makes me think about when I studied abroad in college, my host mom wanted me to travel back from the university, which was a couple hours, to go to the elementary school and be there to celebrate Sinterklaas Day, which is like St. Nicholas Day. And I was trying to explain to her that I had my exam, my final exam that day. Like I couldn't just skip that day because this was the grade that was going to decide what I got in the class. And she just wasn't hearing it. She was like, no, this is what you need to do because you need to experience this holiday. So then I got a lecture from her when I didn't show up. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So, you know, just thinking about Christmas traditions for me. um, One thing I remember, these are just kind of random, but um, Christmas caroling. I always remember that. Uh, that was always fun. Our church would go Christmas caroling, and that was just uh, something fun that we always did. Um, and I always remember just on Christmas Eve, we go to my Grandma Eileen's house, and it was just, that was the tradition, and there were just certain things that were going to happen there, and it was just going to be a, a good time, you know? And then on Christmas Day, you know, we'd be at home, and those traditions. So it's like just bringing stability. I think with 2020, and it's not been the end of the world in 2020, it's been the end of a lot of worlds uh, of stability, and I feel like it's so important to um, observe and really just create almost new traditions. So we're going to talk about that today. Do you have anything else you want to say about those parts? You're rolling. Go for okay. So I just have some things here that we have done for Christmas, and the decorating process is just evolving, I feel like, with kids. And basically this year, we're just like, okay, kids, if you want to decorate Christmas, you're in charge of it. <laughs> Which actually, they're doing a really good job because we've had the kids in charge of decorating the Christmas tree for several years now. And for a lot of those years, the decorations only made it to the bottom half of the tree because they couldn't reach. So this year, we have some tall children and they actually did a really awesome job decorating the whole thing. Right. And I think the biggest thing I from that, from that decorating day... Um, 
is just the ownership the kids took in the process of decorating. And so it seemed like so much more fun because we were not having to, I mean, we still were like there coaching and like helping problem solve and that kind of stuff. But they carried the weight of it and they just took a lot of ownership over it. So I think that's a new tradition that we've just started because our kids are old enough now uh, to do it and be excited about it and do a good job. And I mean, it's yeah, it, it was legit. And I think the Christmas tree decorating is a good example because a lot of people do that. So it's a common tradition, but it's a great example of how traditions can be modified based on the needs. So like this year, the tree looks awesome. And the last couple of years, the trees have been on the, the ornaments have been on the bottom part. But the years before that, the ornaments were all only on the top where we put them that the kids could not reach them because they were too little. And we had years where the tree was inside a pack and play to keep it from being pulled over by toddlers on top of themselves. So even though we've maintained that tradition, it has some different manifestations based on the needs of the people who are celebrating. Yeah, and and the good thing, I think, with all these traditions is to allow for conversation about the tradition and and reflect on it because we we reflected on how fun decorating was this year because they took responsibility and they did a good job with that. So that was cool. All right, another tradition that we really enjoy is St. Nicholas Day. And this is for us a great way to talk about Santa Claus and what, what the history has made Santa Claus into. But we start with St. Nicholas and his life of just sacrificial kind of giving and how generous he was. And we go through some of the the historical uh, narratives or, you know, fictional kind of narratives that surround St. Nicholas. And you can explain what else we do. But it's just a fun, it's a great way to observe. Um, I feel like it's like pre-Christmas Christmas, you know. It is, for sure, because we do stockings and the kids give gifts, but it's actually on December 6th. So it's several weeks before Christmas itself, and we struggled when we first started having children about how are we going to handle Christmas as believers that we're celebrating the birth of Christ, but there's so much Santa Claus, and we both had really fond memories of Santa Claus growing up and stockings and that kind of thing, so we wanted to have that fun experience with our kids, and so we discovered that we could separate those events out, St. Nicholas, from Christmas, and that way we can focus on the fun of Santa Claus and stockings and the real person who lived named Nicholas from the birth of Christ. Right, and I think for us, just uh, seeing that uh, St. Nicholas is a, is observed around the, St. Nicholas Day is observed around the world, really. So it's kind of like, oh, this is an international thing. So um, a new thing, a new tradition that we started, because I think it's always good to throw in some new stuff that, you know, that fits. And, and you just, sometimes you have to try and see if it fits. Um, but we did St. Lucy Day, or St. Lucia, or St. Santa Lucia, um, you see this, and it's observed a lot in Scandinavian countries, but St. Lucy was a martyr, but she, uh, an early Christian martyr under, I think, Diocletian, Emperor Diocletian, but she became famous because she would wear, somehow she'd put candles up in her hair, and then that would free her hands to carry food to the persecuted Christians. And so with our daughter... She got to be St. Lucy. She dressed in white. We didn't put candles in her hair, but because we love her. 
<laughs> but we did observe kind of what that would be like. You cook this special pastries. Anyway, you can tell us more about it. So the story is that she brought food. She brought um, food and drink to the Christians who were hiding in the catacombs, so in the caves. And so Hosanna, our daughter, helped me make these special S-shaped sweet rolls, basically. And um, it was just a lot of fun because it gave her an important role. And being the only girl with five brothers, sometimes it's necessary for us to do that. But the kids all really liked the roles. So they were saying, oh, we should celebrate this every year. Yeah, for sure. So that was that was a fun. It was a new new tradition. I think we'll stick with it because it, it is good. The historical to be like, you know, there's people who are persecuted even right now. Um and just to remember that, we talked through that, and it was just a really good time. Plus, I mean, the, the holidays, so they're like, woo yeah. So, um, and Santa Lucia, the song, is an Italian town on the coast. So, it's named after St. Lucy, but it has nothing to do with St. Lucy. <laughs> I found that out. Okay, um, another tradition that we love to incorporate is caroling, but in 2020 with COVID, um, there's not been caroling as normal that I know of. Like, you know, we used to carol and go to nursing homes or, you know, go to shut-ins or whatever. Uh, but we haven't done that. But we did just pick up the phone and we gathered around some people. Uh, we just called some some people that we knew and we just caroled. <laughs> We're like, hey, how are you? I'm good. Okay. You know, how are you staying warm? All that kind of stuff. And like, hey, can we sing you some Christmas songs? It was so cool. Dad, my dad was here and Derek were here, my brother. And we just sang some songs. It was really, really fun. It was pretty cool. I wasn't a part of it, but I was in another part of the house and I could hear it all happening. And I could hear the reaction of the ladies that were on speakerphone. So that was really cool. So we, well, I was just thinking another um, new thing that we've done, like a, a new tradition, is that because, you know, winter is hard if you live in a place where there's not as many, which thank the Lord, we have a lot of sunlight here, but it's still less hours than what we're used to in the winter. And the weather's just been nasty. So it's been muddy outside. The kids can't play outside. And then times that we would usually be able to go into public and do something. We haven't been able to do that with COVID. So everybody was feeling what we would call house burnt, like just tired of seeing the inside of our house. So we printed out a scavenger hunt of Christmas decorations. And then we loaded up into two vehicles, divided into two teams. Each team had a list of Christmas decorations that they were looking for, and we set our timers for 30 minutes. So you had 30 minutes to drive around, find as many of the decorations on the list as you could, and no matter what, you had to return after 30 minutes. And that was awesome. We had so much fun that that was a unanimous decision. It is a new tradition from here on out. And thankfully, you as a driver and Nana as a driver were not arrested for <laughs> reckless driving. <laughs> Because you all were driving like mad people around, uh, but that was really fun. Um, another thing we've d- we've done with all those things added uh, what you said about just not being able to get out and all that kind of stuff. Um, some of our Christmas presents have been more DIY uh, than usual, and I really enjoyed. I won't say what because we haven't given the gifts out, but we did a pretty pretty extensive project that involved a chain started with a chainsaw cutting. Uh, cedar from our home or from our property 
and it went from there. The kid sanded down the the wood. Um, it was just pretty, pretty hand, very hands on. And so we had these finished products that I'm looking at right now. They were just, I mean, like, honey, you could sell those things. They are like legit. <laughs> it was good, and it was another. It was well. It was more than a one day project. It was multiple days, and then on the last day when we were finishing it. Everyone got to participate, and it took up most of a Saturday, so that was a lot of fun. Right, and I think most years with the hustle and bustle of normal life, we couldn't really do that and enjoy it. We'd be like, "Oh, we just gotta get this done," you know. But this year, it just worked out where it was just very enjoyable. So I don't know that could be a tradition um, every year, but man, it was just a lot of fun. It fit really well this year. I agree, and I think that that's one of the blessings that we've seen of COVID is that. Our events are much less this year. The expectation for traveling and being places is much less. So that has created more space for us to do those hands-on creative activities. So on Christmas Eve, moving through our traditions, we have a Finding Baby Jesus party. And we recently were telling someone about it, and they're like, I've never heard of that. (laughs) I was like, don't worry, it's because we made it up that you haven't heard of it. I think we heard it somewhere. I don't remember where, but... Oh my goodness. Hopefully we don't have a child fall through the ceiling here. It's what it sounds like. Um, so when the kids were small, we would talk about, you know, baby Jesus and how Mary and Joseph had to travel and that it wasn't very fun. And even though Christmas is very warm and jolly for us, what we're celebrating wasn't like a warm, fuzzy thing. And so to help the little ones at the time understand that, we took a baby doll out into the field, hit it, and then had the kids, once it was evening, come out with flashlights, and they had to find baby Jesus. And we've done that in rain. We've done that in snow. We've done that in high wind. We've done that, you know, on a night that wasn't so difficult. But we just talked about, you know, what would that have been like to be on that journey and how it was a difficult thing. And so then after we found the baby doll, then we bring the baby doll back in, wrap it up in blankets, and then have hot chocolate, and we watch the movie The Nativity, which if you have not seen it, is incredible. It's very, very historically accurate, and it just, it shows how hard life was. And so all of that just sets the stage for great family discussions about the sacrifice that went into Christ's birth. Yeah, The Nativity is definitely one of my top movies. Um because it, it is. It's all the things that you said. Um, also, with movies, um, it's always good to have Christmas movies in your rotation. We we watch, the kids will binge just on tons of Christmas movies um, throughout Christmas. But I feel like the man who invented Christmas, you have the nativity, I would say number one. Then the man who invented Christmas, which is about Charles Dickens and him writing, as his writing and his, I don't know how historical it is, but um, as he wrote The Christmas Carol. And then we also like to watch the Christmas Carol. So, but the man who invented Christmas, I feel like that's one of my top Christmas movies of late. Right, because we had as a tradition, you and I always watching the Christmas Carol. But then when the man who invented Christmas came out, and it's actually we looked up several things. It's pretty historically accurate as far as Charles Dickens' life. Um, Now, of course, there's some creativity added in how he actually came to write the book. But um, 
And again, you know, just showing, I think the storyline in modern America is that life should be easy. And so anytime we're able to show our children, hey, you know what, the reality is that life is hard, which that movie does a really good job of displaying, um, then that's good for their little characters. Yeah. So then on Christmas Day, uh, what we like to do, usually because Jesus got three gifts, we say from the wise man, I know it's like a couple years after his birth, but we try to do three gifts usually just to remind people um, of why we do gifts and to cut back on the amount of junk that we get. Um, so that, that's always kind of fun. And the kids get gifts for each other. So that's, that's really cool and very thoughtful as our phone is ringing. Okay, so Nana, we got the phone. <laughs> the phone is ringing. We got it taken care of. Okay, so um, after we do Christmas, we always have a fun time. I feel like I feel like the undecorating process is really important to reflect on why it's been a good Christmas. Maybe this is just me. I need this, but like, why has it been a good Christmas? What did you enjoy? Like having those conversations as we take down the Christmas decorations to me is always like really important i like i need that reflection and processing time and that's usually a really good time with our kids can be a good time if i'm not yelling at them but (laughs) if we can stay if we can stay in that heart of gratitude and just thankfulness for what christmas is what it means just what the tradition means i agree And again, you know, trying to make it fun, not just a chore, um, is always nice. And then just getting things really tidy again and talking about going into the new year and the new things that we want to do. And then that brings us over to New Year's traditions. So it's just an ongoing kind of thing. You know, I've heard in businesses that they go from event to event. And I think in the family, we go from tradition to tradition. Um, so, you know, spending some time thinking about what your traditions are and why you do them is important. Oh yeah. And, and again, I think just communicating and having those conversations amongst yourself, especially with the kids, like, this is why we do this. This is why we do this part. This is why we go here because of this, maybe for this. I know there's been times people, uh, the kids are like, why do we have to go here? Why do we have to? And it's like, well, this is why. This is why we do this. This is why this this is done. And it just it builds that culture, and, and it just really helps, I feel like, the flow of family, like just the meaning, meaningful connections, not just to the tradition, but to each other as a family. And it's pretty, pretty cool when we see year after year then it, we've explained this to our kids, and then the older kids start explaining it to the younger kids. And then you're like, oh, they did listen. Something did sink in. Yeah, and then, and then it's because we do have some, I won't say weird, but we have some different traditions. And so it, it allows some really good conversations when our kids can talk to you know, adults are like, what do, what do you do then? And they're like, oh, we do this. Blah, blah, blah. And then the adults are like, wow, that does sound like fun. <laughs> very cool. Very cool. Thank you so much for listening. Please remember you are valuable and what you do matters. You are also not alone. We would love for you to shoot us an email, woodfamily at lsfpodcast.com, or connect with us on Facebook. We would love it if you'd hop on there and like our Facebook page. You can find us by searching for Less Stress Family. Have a blessed day. Thank you.